Welcome back to the Morloff Hour. Hey! We're back in Ambient Grain Studios. James it's, loves it. I do love it. It's been a few months. Yes. Yeah, we only been, do yeah. these once a month. Yes, yeah, so it's been a few months, but we're back. We had a little bit of, we had snacks, we had dinner, we had mm-hmm. we had food, we had stuff in our bodies. And now we're back. We have a few beers in front of us. Oh, yeah. We're drinking. It's not out yet, but by the time you hear this, it will have been out. This new Hazy Boy from Flix. Yes. Tell us about it, Jack. This is Moment in Time, Hazy IPA. We took some lessons learned from uh, the Lua Boys and some pale malt and some spelt in there. And we just wanted to see how pale and yellow we could make the beer. It turned out great. It's a... Hazy IPA, eight and a half percent alcohol. It finished pretty thick. It's like five percent or five degrees Play-Doh, so it's still got some sweetness to it too. And it's Nectaron, Nelson Savin, and Citra. So it's a bunch of hype. Yeah, it's like a white wine, melon, uh, and then buttloads of citrus, and then some like I would say like fruit stripes gum Mm. uh, kind of character in Mm -hmm. there too. And uh, yeah, it's it's nice. It's uh, it's drinking real good. Comes out on yesterday when you hear this. So yeah. Real fresh. Real fresh. <laughs> it's good. We're getting an early peek at it. Um, We're back here for the Morloff Hour. We're here, just us three boys. Men. Jack, Nathan, and I. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about stuff. <laughs> We've been talking about stuff off mic, but now we're on mic. And we're on track? We're trying to be on track. We're trying to be really hard. <laughs> Two of us have a hard out, and you know how these episodes go, y'all, listener. I staying on track is tough. Yeah, so if it gets like a really bad movie and the third act is rushed, it's just because we have to get out of here. <laughs> That's so, fair. That's very fair. Let's just go. Go. The introduction, I think it's done. Right? Yes. We've done it. They know who we are. We've got they James. We've we got the producer and seducer, Nathan. <laughs> You hear his sultry tones at the end of every episode, as well as some laughs in the corner and some commentary. And then me, I guess. Jack. Hello. Yeah. We're here. Let's just get to our favorite beer of the week, our favorite Iowa beer of the week. Let's do it. And it's the past week. Does anyone have a strong opinion on it so far? So I've got one, and it's you know right up my alley for the year of the mild type beers. Uh, so last week was St. Patrick's Day for y- y'all listeners. And you got to have that dry Irish stout. So mm. old, old number 17 from Lion Bridge. Oh, yeah. It's a classic, good banger Irish stout. They used to have a potato stout they used to make, and it was excellent as well back Wait, in the day. Like sweet potato? No, like potato potato. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I'm not sure. So that was like around when they first opened, they would do that for St. Patrick's Day. I'm not sure if they still do that. I'm pretty sure the old 17 doesn't have potato in it, but uh, it was excellent. But the old 17 is just a nice standard it's $10 for a six-pack on the store shelves, and it can, quote-unquote, celebrate St. Patrick's Day with some corned beef sandos mm. and some Irish stout. Very good. I could be completely wrong, but I think the first couple batches of Old 17 were the potato stout. Oh, I just remember it being called the potato stout on the oh, menu maybe, board. Okay. It could be potato stout old number 17. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quentin, you're listening, I guarantee it. Let us <laughs> yeah. know in the comments. Let us know. One star. You got the name wrong of my beer. That's fair. That's fair. What about you guys? What are your favorite beers of the week? A uh, couple couple weeks ago. So since we last recorded, I had a pour of Candor from Cabco. And that was incredible. 
big, big. I, I didn't get a chance to have it when it uh, officially released uh, and was available on tap and on in bottles, but uh, a bottle was set aside and I was able to have a little sample of it and it was really, really tasty. I'll have you know the Flix's name is also on that bottle. Yeah, it is a collab. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. I'm forgettable. <laughs> I get it. Just like Flix. I that might was, as well just walk out of this room. That was my well, last. Okay, Dustin gave me pours of the bottle, so that's. Oh, I, just it think, was I didn't on get him. a chance to look You're at right. it. Like, no, that's a fine. That's fine. We'll forgive <laughs> you this time. That was. Um, I just feel like I have to say it, but that was one of my last bottles there. It was. Yeah, it was my last <clears throat> bottle with Barrelers Big Chef. Love at you. the tapped at the same time, right? Yeah, literally my last day, I think. Or that weekend? Whatever. It was that yeah, it was definitely that week. I think the release was your last day. Because it wasn't that January first. Yes, it was. That was a Sunday, yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. I, only I knew ran that up it an was insane. Yeah, I was still employed there, so I had a brewer's tab and I ran it up like um like crazy, for sure. Run it up. Oh, that's a great beer name. Brewer's tab. Ooh. I was gonna say was... run it up is good. Run too. it up's great too. What would the style of brewer's tab be? IPA, I, yeah. hazy, IPA, hazy IPA for sure. It's like Absolutely. because you'd be like run it up, like spend as much money as you can on your hops and all that stuff. <laughs> My favorite beer this week mm-hmm. has been. Damn, that's actually a very hard question because I haven't really drank a bunch this week. Um, probably the beer I really enjoyed was the. Cabco Siesta. So I guess another Cabco shout out. What I didn't, get, I didn't get to try the red, which we heard about. What yeah, happened. we heard about it. It sold out. It was so popular. It just yeah, sold out. It went quickly. so quickly. And um, I didn't get there in time. I also didn't get there in time. But the Siesta is just a nice, crispy corn lager. Nice Mexican lager. It's good. It's easy to crush. Easy to pound. Goes great with the pork chops. Just for the listeners, if they hear that. It's really nice. I, I love a good Mexican lager. So. Me too. And Just, it's getting warmer outside. So I know, dude. The days are longer. It's literally 642. Mark your watches. Mark your it's watches. It's so yep. light out. There's still light out. You could probably go for a nice like 45-minute run right now. And you come home. There's a bit of daylight. I'm not running. No, I might I'm walk my running. dog, though. Yeah. You could be active. You could be outside. Could be, but I'm not. I, I won't. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. It's not true. I was outside for a bit yesterday with the chickens. That was great. I was outside yesterday, too. With chickens? No. I can bring them over for you. I would I would love that. My favorite thing about being outside when you like don't want to be outside was in college, there were guys who lived on the first floor, which was... Like the ground floor? It was Well, it was technically the basement. Oh, like okay. Yeah, yeah. But their windows were outside. Yeah. And they ran power and HDMI cables out of the room. <sighs> they were playing games out to on their the lawn. TV outside on the lawn. Oh, what was it for the glare situation? They just kind of dealt with it. Like it was, it was most of the novelty of like it's the first nice day, so we're gonna go be outside. That's dope. Did they take a couch <laughs> out there too? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I love the college ingenuity of like guys we got to do this it's like we open up the backs of our cars and we take couches out where couches shouldn't be we had a little pond at central and people would just haul a couch into the middle of it there was a little island what? out there or put hammocks up in the middle and just chill in the middle of the thing it was awesome i will say to listeners if you're younger 
if you're about college age, which would be pretty weird because this is a beer podcast. But if they're just getting into college for the first time, you're right. Um, hey, you can go to college whenever you want, listener. Also true. College, great experience. Is it worth the money? Probably not. Jury's out. <laughs> we'll see if Papa Biden, but we're not going to get political. <laughs> we're going to talk about. I mean, they could become pertinent later about our college experiences co- coming up, and you know, in the in, you know, in a Q and A section. Yeah, you're right. I get. Oh. Well, I mean, now that you mentioned the Q&A, we can get into it. Whoa! Let's get into it. Natural through lines. Let me just read the question. (laughs) Yo. Yo. Talk about employment growth in the industry. How to climb the, quote-unquote, ladder from Anonymous. Anonymous. So... So this is a this is a broad question. Yeah, it's a multi-pronged question for sure because you have one side is it the front of house serving side or brewery specific side because that's two different answers really. I feel right? like it's Well, yeah, I guess we can read it either way, but I feel like the way I read it was very much brewery specific side. Brewing specific, yeah. I don't think have you seen have we been seeing much growth like we're seeing some places start to close down and sell off equipment, but like we're seeing a few specific breweries in Iowa have quite a bit of growth, but I don't know necessarily how much their team is hiring from outside mm. versus inside hires. That is that is how I took it was like as a talking about one person, any person wanting to get into the industry, it's like you either have to know somebody if you're getting into a smaller operation, which I feel like is most operations here. Or two, you do have to kind of start at the bottom. You know, start at the bottom. Now we're here. I mean, both of us are generally started at the bottom and now we're here sort of situations. Yeah, but we started off. Yeah. But I feel like when we were getting into it, it wasn't, the industry wasn't as inundated with. Talent? um, I mean, want to get in there. You know, it's like, I feel like more people, I don't know, maybe I'm just looking at this, not nostalgic, but like in a way that's like, wow, you know, not so many people are doing this now. It's like, who knows? About five years ago. Yeah, maybe. It's like, hey, there's, maybe there was more, just the same amount of people, but I feel like you either find yourself in a small operation, you either open your own thing, or you get in on the ground level on a larger brewery and then you work your way up. Well, just throwing it out there. Like, like I started as well, I started home brewing and that's a different path. Lucas Greta, my current other brewer here at Flix didn't start home brewing until after he was actually on the brewing side. Mm. So different strokes for different folks. But like I was doing that, but I started as a server and a bartender. And I'm pretty sure you similarly were like a bartender at a craft brewery, right? Yeah, multiple craft breweries. It was just uh, pub tending is what they said. Beer tending, pub tending. Yeah, because there's no... There was liquor here, so I was bartending, baby. Yeah, you're a straight-up bartender, Bob. Yeah, well, there were only four liquors. For sure, and you still, I think, can do that. Yeah. For sure, but it's very much a... Knowing somebody helps, and putting in the time work... Putting in the time helps... But you don't get into this industry to make money. That's no, for sure. absolutely not. If you're trying to make money on the brewing side, you are going up the wrong tree there, yeah, friends. Yeah, you, you may as well just stay bartending. Yeah. But 
I'll, I'll, I'll say this, and I'm not going to talk specifics with salaries. I still made my, well, up until recently, I still made more money my last year bartending than I did when I became the head brewer here. Just because that's how it works, right? I oh, mean, for but sure. guess what that came with? I didn't have to be here until three o'clock in no. the morning. I didn't have to start work at no. six p.m. Yeah, and all sorts of other stuff. Get to you get, got weekends off. I get weekends off. Part. Well, until it's busy, and then I don't. Sure, but that, it's it's like, but I think you're a hundred percent right in saying that it'd be harder to do and get in that way now. When like, like I don't I don't think it's it's I think it's much harder for a bartender to get into the brewing side now. Than it was then. There was a lot less interest in trying to jump the sides. There's too many people trying to jump into the pool right mm-hmm. now. Which is not a bad thing. And the pool's not big enough. No, the pool in in Iowa, period, is not big enough. Like, you would need to... You would probably need to move. If you're in Des Moines and you're looking for a position, and there's multiple people doing that, <clears throat> you'd probably need to move if you wanted to specifically stay in production. Like, you could be comfortable just, like, again, bartending, staying on, like, front of house side. That's probably not as big of an issue. It's a pretty good mainstay, you know, like, waiting to get back in there. Or you start your own thing, which is, like, so much money. Exactly. And it's, like, with the market as it is, too, it's hard to kind of guess what two, three years looks like if you're going to do that. Even producing beer, not talking about running or starting a business props to everybody that can do it for sure and and if you have the the capital the know-how the all the everything else it's like props to you guys for being able to do it but like it's so hard to like even see shifts in like your branding your logo you gotta start that stuff way before you open and like those things can shift in a year let alone two to three years which probably takes you to get a business off the ground totally so it's like going back to the question you know how to climb the ladder, find a good company that you enjoy and, uh, you know, dedicate yourself to it. Be open with ownership. Be open with like, if you want to get into the brew house, be open with the brew house. If you want to get into front of house, into management, be open with them about your goals. Being like, hey, I'm glad you gave me this, um, this start, but this is where I want to go eventually. And hopefully they can help you to develop towards that, right? Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do on your own too. So always ask questions. Always know that you need to learn something more. Yeah. And brewing specifically, if you really want to get into brewing, try home brewing. Try it. Read, read some books at least. Like pick up like your basic hops, water, malt, and uh, yeast books that you can find on Amazon for pretty cheap. Yeah. Just like start learning. Cause, and then... When you're learning, ask the questions. And if people see that you're interested in it and you express to ownership and everything that you are interested in it and you continue pushing, then you might not find a job at the place you're at currently, but it could open you up to being able to apply for something somewhere else. And being in the industry just because of how, I guess I wouldn't say large, but like how, not even small, just how interconnected it is, you're going to run into other people too. So you're going to be making those connections. So either if you're, I mean, even if you're just, like, bartending somewhere, you're eventually going to run into people also in the industry, and you're going to make those, like, friends and connections, and who knows where that goes. I'm going to throw this out there. I don't mean to throw Darian under the bus. Darian's a bartender here, and he's been homebrewing for a while now, and he's trying to break in 
uh, to the brewing side. And obviously, I'll throw Darian under the bus any day. <laughs> it's because he was late with your pretzel, and I don't blame you for that. Well, I first asked for a sandwich. Yeah, how dare Darian, you, Darian? I know you're listening. And maybe Darian's not the exact, you know, picture-perfect bartender. I mean, you know, he was a little busy. Well, he's a nice enough kid. Yeah, there's a lot of you know what? He's trying to break into the brewing side, right? And he's started home yeah. brewing. He's done it a few times. Just he asks good questions, too. Just tried a wee heavy from him uh, a couple days ago. Is uh, it heavy? Could have been heavier, but he's willing to accept the feedback from it. But also, like, he's not afraid of asking people. So he's gone around and put feelers out to try to find out if there's anywhere he can get a job. And uh, Dave, uh, previous, is this does this come out before or after the Peace Tree episode? Before. Well, so we were just at Peace Tree the other day with Dave Eyshide, I believe is how yeah. Dave pronounced his last name. He just happened to be here last week. Oh. And Darian had been asking me about trying to get into the brewing side. And I was like, hey, that guy's the head brewer over at Peace Tree. Why don't you go chat him up and see if, you know, there's anything going on there? And, you know, it, I mean, it might not lead to anything, but it's a connection. It's a exactly. networking thing. Yeah. Like Now Darian knows the head brewer exactly. at Peace Tree. <laughs> yeah. Like this... It's not large. It's kind of small, tight-knit community. It's it's so interconnected, the web. Exactly. Those are the way, like, that's how I got the job at Cabco. You know, that's how I was able to make connections at Lua. That's how I make connections with everybody. Like, that's how collaborations start, too, right? Like, Absolutely, Like, in the industry, yeah. it's like, hey, I like you. You like me. We're homies. Do you guys want to make a fucking stupid ipa together yeah <laughs> like, you do, do wanna, like, because i'm about to grip and rip into one. Oh, you know what as we're saying it sheesh let's sheesh. go so first beer that we're drinking tonight second beer on mic second beer, second on, beer mic on mic is a shoot for the moon okay let's go if you're listening to this it's still available oh beautiful Still available in cans and on draft at Lua. It'll be on tap, hopefully on Friday, uh, when this releases at Flix. Flix. So this is a nice, delicious West Coast Pale Ale with pale rye. And just an absurd amount of Nelson Sauvin. Absurd. a little kiss of Southern Cross. It is so good. It's very good. It's crushable. Mm-hmm. It's crispy. Mm-hmm. It's just a touch bitter. It's got the white wine. It does have a lot of white wine. It's got the passion fruit. I think it has a lot of melon character, like a really bright melon character. The melon. Melon. When you taste it, you're like, damn. That's pretty good. And the, the, the actual pale rye comes through pretty well, too. It does. It's nice, like, warming spice. Just beneath everything. How can you say, I don't like that? Why would you say that? Because you have no palate. Or you don't like IPAs yet. Yet. But we're getting you into it. And one of the first great forays, shoot for the moon. Flix X Lula, okay? Best collab this side of the Mississippi? I would say it. And I did say it. Best Flix collab since probably last year. I, for me personally, drinking wise, actually, you know, actually, if I talk about, if I talk about Flix collabs, like we've done the pastry beers with Cabco, we've done other stuff. Is that all we ever did was pastry beers? Pastry stuff. Yeah. Cabco. Ah, Of course. So then I I had to (laughs) to push Jack's buttons. I have to go back all the way to last year when we did the imposter syndrome here, which was 
awesome. a hazy IPA that everyone loved except for me. <laughs> Award-winning hazy IPA. Yeah, which add. is awesome. Was uh, it silver or gold? Gold, baby. Hell yeah. Thank you, Indiana's Brewers Cup. Thank you. But uh, um, this is probably my, for me, drinking-wise, this is my favorite collab I can remember currently. Now, if you collabed with me and it was great, let me know because it'll like, you know, awaken my memories. But this is so good. It's six percent. It's not overly yeah. bitter. Um, yeah, it's very good. I can't wait to come down to your guys's kitchen and we're gonna chef up something real tasty. Please, please. It's just malt and water, no hops. A mm. touch of yeast. Mm. Delicious. Yeah. It's 1% alcohol. No, I don't know what we'll do, but it'll be dope. Yeast I'm water. I'm excited. Mm. Yeast like water. hop water, but yeast water. No hops. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else on the like, getting into the industry? Like, do you I wanna... think that's like, it's such a broad question. It's really hard to. Nathan, do you have, yeah, if you have any more questions, guys, let us know in the, let us know in the comments. Like we're more than willing to continue talking about it. It's just like. We, but it kind of goes into, it starts going into circles, I think. Yeah, I yeah. feel like a good, maybe a, a better way to talk about it was like how you and I got into it, which you hinted towards was like, we started front of house. Mm-hmm. And then we expressed interest. And maybe, I don't know about you, but I kind of badgered people. Oh, I shoved my foot. Like, I annoyed the living daylights out of the then brewer and then assistant brewer making them try my yeah. terrible homebrew yeah asking them all too many questions yeah. i was annoying one of the one of the breweries i i uh served out let me because i brewed it there the homebrew so they called it small batch served it there had two two beers there which i was like oh my god this is crazy it's happening yeah and then now i do it for a living look at that Okay, the question I have is, is it common at all for, so you guys got in through front of house, through home brewing as well, but let's say, um, well, yeah, you, okay. but you had, you had no, knowledge. continue, yeah, you continue had, your uh, question. Yeah, sure. so I'm a normie, I'm a beer enthusiast, I have home brewed one beer, mm-hmm. but let's say I want to leave audio and video production uh-huh. and I want to start Don't brewing. Don't do that. But Don't yeah. do that yet. <laughs> start brewing first. <laughs> Okay, so I guess the question is, are there places that will will do basically apprenticeships or like hiring and training, that sort of thing, that is like so on the job? You could probably get into cellaring maybe if you had enough knowledge about the beer side. I've seen people do that and they just leave whatever they're doing. But you have to have enough knowledge about the beer side to even get into those jobs because yeah. they would still prefer somebody with Obviously, they want somebody with experience, but yeah. enthusiasm and passion, and then beer knowledge would be the top, like the three things you have to have. Especially if you don't have experience brewing at all. Especially if you're you're experienced enough to understand that, like, cellaring means like post hot side. You're clean. Right? So you're like you're clean. You're cleaning. You're taking care of dry hops. You are doing the bright. You're doing packaging stuff like that. It's like if you're at least smart enough, smart enough, I shouldn't say that, but like, if you're able to be like, okay, I understand I'm going to be all cold side, then I think they're going to appreciate that. And like, here's here's one thing. Do not bring your homebrew to an interview. No, not to an interview. Why? Don't do that. I mean, if you're getting an interview, you they should, like, <clears throat> I feel like the homebrew should be way before then, right? Don't, well, don't, bring don't even to bring an interview. Don't even like, you know what would look better is like, Maybe what would look better is that you're active in a 
homebrew group. You want you know? awards maybe with the idea. Sure. And it's like, and that's not saying like, oh, we're definitely going to brew your fucking red or whatever. Yeah. But it's going to be like, you're clearly passionate about it. You have some sort of idea of what the process is. So they're going to be like, you understand where we're going with this. And, and you know, that a lot of it comes out to literally enthusiasm and do you fit within the culture? Yeah. It's like, and every brewery's culture is different. Yeah. It's like if I'm interviewing you. And I'm like, you know what? It was like with, um, but if, you know, you're interviewing someone and you're like, you know what? I, I really, I like you. You seem knowledgeable. You seem teachable, trainable. I'm going to take a chance on you. And the larger the company is, I feel like the more latitude they'll probably give towards that, you know? Because you're going to have other people ahead of you or above you, I mean that are definitely going to be able to get you within that system is what I would say. I mean, like smaller operations, it's going to be a little more hard. That nut to crack is going to be a little difficult, but having enthusiasm and a uh, feel for the culture is huge too. There's like, like it's, there's so many facets to this. Be mentally prepared for what you're about to do. Cause you're talking about dry hopping. You're talking about cold side packaging. You're going to be washing kegs. Probably for the first good chunk of, especially if you're at a bigger place, you're going to be washing and filling kegs a lot. Oh, for sure. Scrubbing. I mean, those are the places that have those, like, um, the keg washers that are also keg fillers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where they're like, oh, shit, this is like a straight up a kitchen utensil, double duty. Yeah. Where it's like doing both. It's like, sure. And honestly, you know, like, depending on the place, like, Confluence, have people that literally just take care. Mm-hmm of the uh the cold stock and they're like getting like orders ready and they're just like in the cold room a bunch and like that's what they do but it's like you can work yourself up to the brew house absolutely like i think of ashley cody Mm -hmm. like she started there as just like cellaring yep and now she's like one of their brewers and like not just like a brewer like ashley does a shitload of work there like she was in charge of the uh Pink boots, yeah. Uh, well, no, not even before that. The Fridays at Confluence, she was technically lead on that brew day. Yeah, she was, which crushed. Mm-hmm. And you know, we trust oh, Ashley to make pills. good beer. Exactly. Yeah, and like I've known Ashley for a while, so it's like it's great that she's doing that. So you can definitely get like in there. Honestly, just speaking about Confluence, great freaking company to work for. Great. <laughs> I mean, like great I know, people too. They're, I know I mean, a lot of people that like have worked there for a very long time. Not to like give them a free ad, but we'll do it. Confluence, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. If you're trying to get into the industry and you see a job ad, for sure, I'd think about it. Absolutely. Maxon was here first. He was, and now he's... He's so cool. He's Mr. Confluence Jr.? Well, I mean, John is numero uno, you know? That's why I'm saying Maxon is Jr. Oh, that's fair. Um, also, can, shout out to John Martin for just answering emails about anything. I love you, yeah, John. John's great. Just cold, I cold emailed him, and he responded within 30 minutes. That's so nice. Just shout out, out John Martin. Thank you, John. You're probably not listening. Thank you. Former uh, guest of the pod, actually. Um, beer news. The beer bracket is going on right now. Yeah. Guys, how's it going? Bad for, bad for flicks. Lost Jack. in the first round. You fucking lost. I know, we did, to you. Actually, if you go with the graphic that they put out, you lost to yourself. We weren't even in it. Um, 
I don't know what the bracket is. Is it the Sweet 16? Uh, no, it's Final Four now. Uh, maybe it's the Elite Eight now. So Confluence still has three beers in this thing as of the recording right now. It uh, might go to the Final Four after this. Speaking of Confluence, they have Des Moines IPA in there. Okay. They got Milkman in there. Okay. I believe they have uh, Farmer John's in there as well. Wow. And those are the three. And the yep. three of the eight? Yep. Wait, can you can you give us the eight? Yeah, so the eight are Exile Ruthie. Single Speed, uh, Gable Did, Munich Hells. Oh, okay. okay. Big Grove Easy Eddie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Confluence Des Moines IPA. Yep. Mm. Confluence Milkman. Mm-hmm. Single Speed Tip, Tip the, the Cow. Peace Tree Blonde Fatale. And Farmer John Multigrand Ale from Confluence. Wait. Blue is not in there at all? No. No, you guys once got... You hit, so once you hit the bigger... So let's talk about the bracket. This what did the, we lose to? Oh, you lost. Oh, you, oh, you lost. Easy Eddie is round, where you lost the IPA one. Round two... Lua lost to Easy Eddie. Yep. And Lua lost to Blonde Fatale. Let's let's talk about it. And that was Blue Sedan, I believe, that yes. lost to Blonde Fatale. Oh, Baby Blue. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Which is Sun coming out at 3.30, by the way. And Sun for Miles lost to Easy Eddie. So here's the thing about these brackets. I Sun think for Miles cool. lost to Easy Eddie? Yep. Wow. That but is I mean, tough, think about it. That's, so tough, this, that's tough competition. It's the Des Moines Register, a newspaper. And yeah. you're talking about people that are going to stores. Are you telling me there's a bias? Well, I'm telling you that are these rigged? are people that aren't going Democracy to... Democracy dies in the dark. You can only vote once, at least. That's how that's Flicks made it to the last time. two ones, because we cheated our way to the top. Once a day? <laughs> no, just once per round. Huh. Yeah, it used to be. You could vote as much as you wanted. Hmm. But here's the thing about it, is the Des Moines Register does this every year. It's yep. pretty uh-huh. cool. Uh-huh. I wish they go about selection better, but that is neither here nor there. Yeah. But it's, it's what people see on the shelves is what ends up winning. Yeah, these are the most well-known... Think about it. Beers, Des Moines IPA. Maybe not the Easy favorite Eddie. or best, but most well-known for sure. Even if you've never had one, you can you recognize the name. You've seen the label. I mean, Blonde Fatale. Like, you Blonde know Fatale. Blonde Fatale. That is, I, we talked about the, the stables <laughs> of the, you know, on the Mount Rushmore of Iowa beer. Yeah. That beer's up there. I'm going to say something controversial. Des Moines IPA slaps. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to... I don't know. I didn't know what you were going to say. I like Des Moines. I was also, already to bleep this out, listener. Name name recognition also on Des Moines IPA. It's the Des Moines Register. So let's pretend like most of the people voting are in the Des Moines area. Okay. Des Moines, Des Moines IPA. Yeah. The name. Why didn't 515 submit DSM they did. pills? They did, and they got past the first round. That pills is so good. But it's not on store shelves, and they don't have the brand recognition of all the other ones. Everyone should go to 515 and harass Barb. Outside of... She's going to love that. There's not a single one left that isn't readily available yeah, at any right. hy you you're walk right. into. You're right, you're right. This is how Westo won in the past. This is how Confluence has won in the past. Um, they beat us. I'm just us. saying Sun for Miles is kind of iconic. At it may or may not have deserved to beat Nebulous. That's, you know, besides uh, I, the point. I mean, I feel like they should have been paired up against other things because... I also love the nebulous. seating was insane. I'm pretty sure I've drank more nebulous than I've ever drank. Some so I Lua in- should never have been an eight seed. <laughs> the seating is crazy. So I'm looking at this a little bit closer. Sorry. So yeah. single speeds tip the cow that's in the current round. Yeah, is uh, sorry. Just let me make sure it is the cocoa espresso milk version. So that is the only non wait. So they've got tip the cow, just the regular tip the cow. But this is no, that, the, is, that is the normal tip the that cow. Is, is that the normal? Yeah, that's one? the normal one. Nope. That's the normal one. I'm like oh. pretty sure. There's tip the calf, which is the session one. They have vanilla. They've got mint. 
They've got all yeah, but mint is so not might... called tip the cow. It's called like uh, I think it's just called like so tip the cow mint is, or something. An es- yeah. is, is an espresso. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's, so, a, yep. it's a coffee. And they do it with the sidecar Re- coffee place. Retraction. Right? I just I thought I, I didn't know that. I just How knew it dare as tip, you? How I just dare knew it as tip the Talk cow. About so. brand recognition. The, the regular <laughs> Joe Schmo of the pod doesn't even know yeah, this beer. Jeez. This normie. God. <laughs> wow. Whoops. It's one metals, Nathan. All right. So well, back to the seating. Yeah. So my my thoughts on it. It's fun. fun. That's it. It's just <laughs> a fun like thing it. to do in March. I mean, it's it's cool to get people jazzed about beer. I wish there was a better selection committee, but at the end of the day, it's your regular everyday beer drinkers going out and voting. Oh, and my dad loves Des Moines IPA. And you have Uzi talked Eddie. about that multiple times. My dad loves it. My dad is an old man. Yeah. Shout well, out, dad. He, the fact that Mr. Wilson, shout out to you. He the probably fact, voted in this thing for Des Moines IPA. The fact that you think he, he voted for your beers. No, the he fact- probably didn't even know that Nebulous was from Flicks. The fact that he likes IPA, though, kind of blows my mind. He's always liked IPA. It's very strange. Even like in the I mean, he, so early he was, 2000s, 90s? Yeah, so he was a fat tire and an IPA OG dude. Like a, yeah. Fat tire's not an IPA, though. No, no, no. I'm saying fat tire and IPAs. Like, he loved Ambers, and he loved Wait, like old school so IPAs. this man probably crushed multiple OG Rangers. Oh, I guarantee it. Oh, he, uh, also, he still has Rangers every now and then in his fridge, just when it's on sale. I had a few Rangers a few days ago. Not good. I'm going to say that. I mean, I the base version it. of it. I mean, but there's like, it's no, a, the OG Ranger. Oh, I thought yeah, yeah, was yeah. tasty. I'm talking about the fucking now with the skeleton guy, which yep. super fun. Brand. It's its own brand now. There's a there's some fun versions like the mango 85 or whatever. A little too sweet. 1985. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I like the haze. I like the double haze. Mm-hmm. Don't like the OG. I just don't need it to be 9%. I also don't like that. When I'm trying to just like... Hey, they're selling a six-pack for $8 of 9% beer. I'm like, how are you doing this? When I go up to band practice, I go to Casey's because that's the only place that sells like craft-ish beer. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want something that's like 3%. Three and a half percent. So I'm trying to crush a few beers over a few hours, but I got to drive home too. It's fair. And they're like, "How about a six pack of nine percent beer?" Yeah, and for, I'm like, for eight dollars. No, for eight dollars. No, no, I can't. Isn't that a great deal then? Though it's a great deal, but I'm like, <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's a great deal if I'm going home. But it's like, I guess, but it's like, no, I could have like one of those, and then like maybe another beer, then I could go home. But it's like, no, I want to have like a lot of liquid. At very low <laughs> ABV, you know, it's like bring back you're the, the mild. mild. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you're, you're the, mild. the mild. You're the mild. You're the mild. You're the mild. You're the mild. I learned something horrible at work the other the you other can week. Say it. So I'm a big coffee guy. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to continue until you say you're, you're the, the mild. mild. Over 22 ABV. Oh, that's right. He is. <laughs> that's right. I still haven't found that beer, guys. Oh, we we're have nine more it. months. We have we're nine more it. months. We're gonna get it. Uh, so I learned this awful thing at work is that so we big Good coffee guy we got a new coffee grinder and I figured out the right ratio of Wait, coffee to water. Wait, are you the bean buyer? I'm the bean buyer. Okay. Yep. So I figured so out you have the to right. Take into account the entire staff. Yeah. What? No. Well, no. I mean, I just buy. <laughs> I just buy You're the buy coffee. What lux- you like? Well, I don't necessarily buy what I like. Cause we I need this get light coffee roast, from a place super that I don't ass, super uh, drink that often. But when I do, 
Oh, it's good office coffee. It's good office coffee. Okay, period. office coffee. Yeah, good office coffee. Yeah. Um, but I figured out the right ratios, the right grind <laughs> setting, yeah. what Folgers, all of that jazz. Yeah. And so it probably 90, took a whole day. Ninety grams of coffee yeah, into okay. the grinder. Okay. At twenty grams on the grinder. Dude, this isn't office coffee. This and dude's doing I it for I found him. out what's the that bean? my boss and coworker. Yeah. They only weigh out sixty grams of coffee. Oh, so everything no. is extreme. Shouldn't you be happy that they're at least trying to measure it? And I was like, guys, you're not. This is so. They inverted this is the, the six and the nine. Wrong ratio. Like, you're nice. not getting properly extracted, properly strong nice. coffee. They're like, yeah, we know. We just like to drink more coffee during the day. And when we when we properly brew it, we can't drink more coffee. That's fair. That is and fair. that's exactly. The, and so I'm just. That's so anathema to me because I'm just like, let the beer, let the coffee. Let it be good. Let me just have yeah. one, and I will be satisfied. Nathan, what's the bean? What's the coffee I'm not, bean? I'm what's not, the office bean? <clears throat> it's probably Horizon Line, says the oh, guy. Man. Chilling it out. I, would, I love you guys. I would die. But I'd be it? so happy. Is it Aldi? No, I'm not going to say what it is. What do you mean you're not going to say what it is? Because I don't want to be like... He's like, I don't want to lose out on a what potential do you think coffee sponsor. We are not snobs. We don't know anything about it's coffee. It's Friedrichs, okay? Oh, Friedrichs love, is good coffee. What's wrong with Friedrichs? <laughs> It's, it's good brew. coffee for the office. office. It's good office it's coffee. It's good office coffee. It is not what I prefer to drink Actually, at home should on a they, day-to-day basis. Should people not have a roast called just office coffee? That's, oh, that's a good, they should make a blend. Wait, that's you know good. what? Coffee stout, office coffee. Office coffee is a wonder... Trademark, you guys can't take the name from us. <laughs> I'm yelling already, and we're Office not done. coffee, office coffee. <laughs> Let's go. It's good. It's good. It's just, it's, I, and so it's just who I, who I am. I'm a, I, you're a snob. I'm just a snob. Say it. It's fine. I'm a snob for beer. We're, I'm a snob for snobs. coffee. I am, but I'm also just like, I don't need a full, a full tummy. Like sure. I need one cup of coffee. that's going to sure. make me poop my pants and then I'm good yeah. for the day. Yeah. That's yeah. I like to, when I'm drinking coffee, I'm like, I'm trying to shit my pants. I did want to <laughs> predict the winner of that bracket, by the way. Okay. Let's all do, let's show. Yeah, let's all do that. Exiles Ruthie is going to win the bracket. Yeah, so I think Easy Eddie. What do you think, James? I think Des Moines IPA. It's just a classic. And like Jack was saying earlier, very Des Moines heavy. Yeah, for sure. Bracket, Des Moines IPA. It's in okay. the name. It's been around for 10 years. They also put the flag of Des Moines on the cans every now and then. Know, the so can sick. is so sick. <laughs> so dope. It's 10 years, right? Yeah, I mean, they've been making it since they opened. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I would say Des Moines IPA, that's the horse I'm riding on. Nice. Guys, should we get to the seller challenge? Let's do Let's it. Let's do this. We have, Jack, it's your beer. It is my beer. But then you also doubled down and brought another beer. I only brought that as just another thing to drink. <sighs> I didn't say we had to drink I'm reaching it. for it, and they're not handing it. Okay. But this is a beer. So this is Taxman Brewing Company out of Indianapolis, I believe. That's still the Taxman cometh. The Taxman cometh. Oh, it's from Bargersville, Indiana. Yeah. Do you think they have a joke about death and taxes? I'm sure they do. Probably in all their beers. Isn't that a famous beer? I don't know. What this? Death and taxes. Oh, and maybe they make it. So this is qualified from Taxman Brewing Company. It's a Belgian style quad. Okay. For those qualified, our Abbey style quadruple. Or quadrupel. No one says that. This dark ale features roasted Belgian specialty malts with rich, deep notes of caramel, molasses, raisin, and plum, enhanced by fruity Belgian yeast esters. A sweet, complex ale. It's perfect 
dessert beer to sip and savor. And this was canned mm. on November 4th, 2020. Okay. So it's been hanging around for a bit. Two and a half years. Shout out to David Mie for bringing this back to me from one of his visits to uh, one of the Flix locations. Thanks, Mr. Mie. Oh, crispy. Oh, it's definitely not crispy. Wow. So going into this, <laughs> I know I don't know. Was crispy. So quads are like a love or a hate thing. I feel like. How do you yeah. guys feel about quads in general? Belgian quads. Have you had many, Nathan? What's what's your opinion on Belgian beer? Period. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I guess that's where you start. Lower opinion of Belgian beer. For my personal taste preferences. So I agree with that normally, except for dark ones is where I started to get into them. That's not that dark. Well, I mean, it's still darker than a Trapel or a Blonde Ale, like a Belgian Blonde. I do like a good Trapel. So, like... You know who makes a good double? 515. That's true. And who makes a good Trapel? Flix Brewhouse Des Moines. I've never had that Award-winning, baby. It's probably not coming out this year. We all start to rebrand it, though, which is fine. Oh, my God. That is so, like, raisiny. So raisin and uh, cotton candy sort of situation is what I generally want out of these. This is non-barrel-aged, though. So I really like one of the barrel-aged. So That's sugar. That's like um, a light brown sugar. Yeah, I mean, I assume they used Belgian candy syrup, right? Oh, which kind of has a rock candy texture and sure. flavor to it. So do you eat some? Did I eat some? It's, I mean, if you're using it, do you eat some? I would if I ever used the rocks, but I always just use the liquid. Why? Because it's just easier to use instead of making sure that all the rocks actually get dissolved. Do a big, uh, big old whirlpool during the uh, yeah. That's where I'm shoving the lead syrup. up to the boil. The syrup. So this is this, and like, it, there's like cherry. Yeah, maybe? I mean dark fruits. Yeah, sure. Like, it's like a cherry, a dark fruit. I mean, that's what they, the cherry and raisin plum, all that sort of stuff. Droops. Is that what they're called? Droops, right? I don't like that. Don't call them that. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. Droops. Don't call them droops. Yeah, I'm definitely getting uh, the droops. dark the dark fruits. Are you getting some droop energy here? All the droop. Some BDE. And like. <laughs> some big droop big energy. Droop energy. <laughs> and uh, like a, a lot of caramelized sugar. Caramel, burnt caramel. Uh, some treacle. I love this. This is nice. I really like this. It's like a, a butterscotch and uh, sort of uh, not in the bad way for beer because there's a bad butterscotch in beer. Let's all be honest. But this is nice. It's, yeah, I like it too. It's like a Werther's original plus like dark fruits. I'm going in. Yeah, I think. I'm glad to have shared it because I don't think I could have a can by myself. Well, we're not finishing this can. I don't <laughs> think. Oh, did I even say what's the percentage on this bad boy? Nine point five percent alcohol by volume. Um, that is much lower than the bottle I brought. Yeah, I'm aware. This is this is a beer from 2020. Guys, this is literally like no. This is like this reminds me of treacle. Like the first time I had treacle was when I went to an English shop in Ames. Sure. And I bought it because I was craving something sweet. I didn't know treacle was hard as a rock. So you have to, you have to suck on it. Yeah. And it was amazing. I can see this that. This is what it tastes like, but it also has like is. a huge like treacle is like a like a caramel. Are you talking care. about the Pokemon? <laughs> Trico? <laughs> Stop. But this is Poke like uh also like a it's like a dark bread. Mm-hmm. And um I am getting that like darker fruit. Honestly, I get the fruit more on the nose. Not as much in the taste. Yeah. I get a lot in the lingering aftertaste. Oh yeah. It's full it's like raisin. straight cherries and raisins. Also, raisins, yeah, droop. Sure. Noun. 
a fleshy fruit with thin skin and a central stone containing the seed. So plums, stone fruit. Plums, cherries, almonds, olives. Almonds? It says almond. I don't know. Almond had like fleshy. Neither fruit did I, but that's what, you know. You know, peaches, I believe, are a droop as well. Mango, I believe, would be a droop as well then. Stop calling them droops. That's what they're called. I can't I can't stop what they're called. I don't like droops. I don't like my fruit being described as fleshy. That's what fruit, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. For whatever reason right now, that just word's not sitting well with me. No droops. <laughs> We're out on droops. Wow, I'm being ganged up on. I bring a nice tasty beer from 2020 here to the fucking podcast. And it I'm is good, but you said droops. On. And fleshy. We don't do the, we don't do fleshy droops here. <laughs> this is the worst. I feel teamed up against and attacked. Don't say. Was this better than you thought, though? Yes. Before the podcast, yeah, it was. I, there was some hesitancy yeah. on. No, I was nervous. The Belgian quad. You know in. my. You know my opinion. On I know. Beer. I used to not like them either, and then I had one that I liked. It's it's always that you don't like them or you don't think they're great until you have the one that turns 100%. you over. Mm-hmm. Just like and IPAs, I'm, just like yeah. any other beer style, you have to yeah. find it, and then you have to find. What you liked about that one, and find ones with similar qualities to the one you like. Actually, Chimay Blue was like that because I had really? Chimay Blue, mm. and I was like, "Whoa, okay, I, I get it." I keep having people give me barley wines, and I'm like, "This is amazing." Now, to be mm. fair, the barley wines I like the most just kind of taste like stouts to me. But they, if they're very, yeah, I can. I, can I love understand those. It's like <laughs> so you probably like more like English barley wine because I'm with I you. Don't know American barley wine, <laughs> stupid. Y'all are dumb. Not a best, fan. Best barley wines I've had have been from Bottle Logic, which tasted like a stout. I don't and Lua, why which I would, tasted like a stout. I can't believe it tasted like a stout. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by it tasted like a stout. It was, it was, it was thick. Dark, thick, sweet, roasty. Like, but if someone exactly just told me barley there's wine a, there's has other qualities to it besides If roast. someone just told me it was a yeah, stout, I would have thought it was a stout. Caramel and stuff like that. But you know what it doesn't have? Because it's a good barley wine is hop character. Yeah, there's one. No, there should be even in English barley wine. There should be a decent amount of no <laughs> residual hop flavor. Barely though, not like enough. Like a piece of shit. Look at the IBU. Butt. Look at the BJCP and the Brewers Association's <laughs> guideline for the IBU on a freaking barley wine. Dude, there an English barley wine is not that hoppy. It I mean, I agree. I agree. I also. I mean, agree. that's more a mo- modern interpretation, but like. We're getting off track here. We're getting <laughs> the off track. The thing we said here. we weren't going to do. We're getting off track here. This guys. is good, though. I'm this, really this happy. Is this quad was this awesome. is a good quad. I'm surprised Listen, by it. Listen, you want to come finish this can when it's still I'm here appreci- on Friday? I'm going to put it in the freezer. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing yeah, this. Yeah, this Jack. is awesome. I, I'm actually enjoying this a lot. And it's really making me think we should maybe have a Belgian. Ugh, I bit my tongue there. We should have a Belgian episode, maybe. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Like that would be fun. I've got a couple bottles um, banging around in the uh, the K cooler that I could bring to this episode. I'm gonna try to find some Chimay because you have to if you're gonna have a Belgian episode. You have to Chimay Blue and Red are buck wild. What they're do you think about um, awesome? Oh, they're like uh, Belgian Trappist stuff. I haven't had much, honestly. I would like to try a Westie. I had one that I, I heard was, twelve is dope. <clears throat> I had a Trappist that I really really liked, and then I got just some of the. There was just some sediment in the bottom of it that I didn't mm-hmm. notice, and then it got in the beer and kind of freaked me out. Oh. And so then I decided, I was like, oh, I'm going to filter this out. So I have our coffee filters here. Yeah. Bad idea, listener, because it stripped the carbonation out of the beer. That, And it was fair. disgusting. 
after that. Um, so I just like <laughs> some styles of beer are okay not to be carved, but uh, Belgian so styles bad. are generally very carved. <laughs> I was so say. it took forever to go through the coffee filter, and then it was just bad. Should we get to this other bottle? Yeah, let's crack. Yeah. Let's crack into the stout, and then get through the the end of this bad boy. Where's We're keeping that? it Who's on got track. A bottle opener. We've, We've got, got one right. I got one right here. Oh. So Excellent. what I what I brought my name on it just because we we uh, bottled it today, Jack W. That's Wilson, baby. We uh, this is a contrition. Ooh, it's a barrel aged pastry stout with pecans, coconut, pecan nibs, and vanilla. Sounds great. Stop. Three different varieties of vanilla. Don't ask me what they are. What are they? Madagascar. Oh, are these the beans you guys had cut up when we uh? Yeah. I came over and stole lactic acid from you. Yeah. Uh, also, the amount of beans in that bin, I would like to know how much that cost. It was it was six pounds. And it's two dollars oh. a bean at Allspice, just well, so you I all think know. We got a better deal. Well, that. yeah, you're buying it. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, she's thick. thick. This is all BA stock. Uh I'll take about half of that, my man. No, I'm just gonna give you Jack, we have this whole bottle together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not going home tonight. I mean, I have to go home tonight. Me too. My our, our wives would be worried about us. I haven't even That's drank true. this shoot for the moon yet. Oh. <clears throat> it's delicious. Oh. It's got the... So, whenever you say, like, any nut in a thing, no matter how much oil you take out of it, there's still going to be oil. And you can kind of see, the like, a little bit of oil on it. I mean, the beans have... The vanilla beans also have oil in them, too. And the coconut. Oh, coconut also. I mean, it also. was raw coconut. No toasting? No. Um, this is a super fun beer to make. It um, smells so good. It was a... It smells like an almond joy. It was an absurd amount of adjunct, but that's what we were going for. We were definitely going for the pastry feel and taste. Um, and it's super fun. It was like German chocolate cake inspired. I think the, the nuts, though, are very powerful. And it's very good because, listen here, listener, I love pecans. There's a ton in here. Pecan. Well, pecan sandies, pecans, and nuts. Yeah, I'm gonna say this: the pecan flavor is so pronounced. That's like, good. Not no, I mean that's great. Uh, so on the nose of it, I'm not smelling that much of the nut. On first sip, perfect. It's it's like you're eating a coconut covered pecan pie almost. And you also still get a good amount of barrel character too. I get that bourbon. I get that maple because a lot of them were maple barrels too. I was gonna say I don't get a ton of bourbon specifically, but maybe some vanilla and char coming from it. I get some bourbon on the finish. Like I just took a big sip, completely coated in my mouth, and as it is like finishing and leaving, I got some barrel barrel heat on the kind of like the back of my throat. What's the ABV on this? I want to say fourteen and a half. Not quite twenty two. Sorry, Nathan. Not yet. You're just getting there. We're gonna we're gonna get there. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun bottle. Um, when does this release again? What? When does this release? The twenty fifth, right? Of March. This Saturday. Oh, so a day after this comes out. Yeah. So you, if you didn't already buy bottles, which came out, the pre order was last Friday. Oh, you had to pre order. Yeah. It's only yeah. online pre-orders. Um, you can't just go and get in line culture. No, but you can come by and have it on draft. Oh, nice. 
we will have it on draft for a bit. So I definitely recommend you come down. Give it a sip. Come down, have a burger. Have a sandwich. Have the mushroom version of the burger. Absolutely agree. The mushroom sandwich, sheesh. It's very good. Forget the fish and chips any Friday. Oof. Oh, I'm having those Oof. on Friday for sure. I think we should. You guys, I know. So this isn't a mukbang podcast, right? Do we do? I a don't mukbang? know what that mur- word the, means. The oh, so it's a Korean word for like <laughs> when you're eating and uh, doing things like on camera and like eating into a microphone. Yeah. And you're eating oh. with just like crap ton of food. Yeah, it's a fetish. So is it like ASMR? It's not, a, like, it's not just like, <laughs> yeah. there, there are people that take it that far. But in general, it's just like, so there's a lot of streams. It's called a mukbang. They just eat a ton of food. You're watching them eat the food. Yeah. You know, it's a little hedonistic. It's fine. Are you but, saying we should do one? I'm thinking that like, what if we did a beer and food pairing? That'd be fun. For the Morloff. Also, can I recommend one thing? Yeah. We should all get double downs. KFC double downs. Yeah, they just came back. They just they came, came back. back. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna pair a KFC double down with three different beers. And we're gonna decide which beer pairs best with a KFC double down. Well, what do you think pairs best with um savory fried chicken? And Pilsner. Uh, so I'm not even going for like the flavor combo thing on that. I'm going for like what can cleanse that off of my tongue. Yeah, because it's literally it's just like grease, sauce, cheese, yeah. bacon between. Chicken breast. Two fried chicken breasts. Yeah. And I've heard they're tenders now and not even full breasts. Wait. They're tiny. The double the downs. Double down? Yeah, the double downs tiny. When I was in high school, two thousand. It was huge. It was it huge, was, dude. It was absurd. It was like a burger size thing. <laughs> You're saying it's not. No, it's not. It's two tenders now. It's like What's the closest KFC? It's like right there. It's so close to ambient grains. Oh my god, do I go? Yes. No, I can't. Oh, okay. I have pasta at home. <laughs> what, what what would make that pasta better, though? A KFC double down. I mean, hmm. Those are thoughts to live by. I, listener, you tell us. Should we have double downs next week? Well, I think we should find a Des Moines staple food or an Iowa staple food and try to like pair a beer with it. I think that'd be fun for a podcast episode. The, I think we would do. I think we would down. eat it and taste them beforehand and do the discussion because I don't want Nathan to have to go through a bunch of <laughs> lip smacking to edit the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking of like Iowa staple foods, and I'm a little bit a tenderloin. Right? So tenderloin a made and right. a made right. Oof. Smitty's. You don't like a made right? I do not like made right. No. I might get a. I do not I like loose meat. Period. Flip this. Dang Dude, table. you don't yeah, like a made right? Flip the table. You're from Iowa. I don't care. If you put barbecue sauce in it, I don't care. If you put just like... Why would you put That's not a made right. That's like a tavern, like like Sloppy Joe's. I hate those. You don't like a Sloppy Joe? No, not once. Why don't you... You don't like the loose meat? No. Was it scary when it comes out of no, the bun? Just, he probably also doesn't like tacos. I love tacos. It's a loose meat. Do you like... <laughs> a white person tacos. taco is a loose beef... <laughs> Wrapped in a quote-unquote bread, a.k.a. tortilla. I don't know. It's just like the, the, the seasoning is better on Midwest white American tacos than just like ground beef, onions, and barbecue sauce. I mean, I'm not interested. Stop, get rid barbecue of the barbecue sauce. sauce. I don't know why you're putting this on your Because that's what like sloppy, sloppy joes in taverns are. But also a oh, sloppy, a sloppy joe joe's not, like It's more of a ketchup peppers. base. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's also gross. I don't also what it ma- also has green You don't like a manwich? No, I don't. Dude. It's a, what made right is just like ground beef. That's it. Okay. No, it's ground no. beef in a stock, and the stock has all sorts. It's a like, it's I mean, like peppery. Yeah, it's peppery. 
It's good. Yeah, I'm not interested. No. And onions and mustard. It's no. like the, and Yo, you can put a little bit of a slice of cheese. Don't like mustard. Out. Mustard's gross. Yeah, American slice what do you of cheese eat? on there. What's your comfort food? Dude, he doesn't even so like mustard and hot dogs. That's what I heard. <laughs> do you like no, biscuits ketchup. and gravy? Of course. Chicken and dumplings. Yeah. Biscuits and gravy is the best, salad. dude. Tuna salad, egg salad, no uh, coleslaw. No tuna salad, no egg salad, no uh, coleslaw on things. A lot of those things have mustard in them. Oh, I'm with Nathan on this. <laughs> I'm just trying to do the mustard. Tuna salad, egg salad, what is that? That's potato okay. salad. So like huh? I can do... Um, potato salad as a side, but not on a sandwich. No, 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 I'm not saying on a sandwich. I'm saying by themselves. I can also, you're the talking about American thing. potato salad. <laughs> yes. I can occasionally I like do mustard salad, in things. So like when a place... A Wait, brat. you don't like mustard on your hot dog? A brat. I do not like straight mustard. Dijon. <gasps> I do not like Dijon mustard. I do not like stone ground mustard. Do you like but spicy if mustard? Your, if your burger sauce at your fancy restaurant has a mustard in it, then you're Okay, fine. That's that's fine. Why don't you like... I, I mean, just don't no, like I can't say that. We're learning too much about him. And like, wow. this, like, I am livid. What do you eat at a... <laughs> This, like we talked man. about being on track. We just went off the rails. Well, because and it's all his fault. Because there was a wreck. <laughs> now we're trying to we slam in the car that is Nathan hating good things. Listeners, this is a one star episode for people that love Iowa. Listeners, tell us how do you like your? How do you like? Do you like maid rights? Do you like? Tenderloins? I almost said a man witch. What? Okay. All right. So listeners, like, do you like a tenderloin? Yeah, well, what's the classic yes. topping for an Iowa tenderloin? Mustard onions and, and onions. mustard. Yeah, and I, thank you, James. True Iowans. How many true? So actual... I don't really like mustard. So I know I just can't. I don't think it's I hard would... for me to grasp that. I'm I've had a couple so tenderloins. Okay, I've had a couple tenderloins I really liked. Uh, sorry for the slander against Des Moines. I was not. I no, didn't this enjoy is Iowa. My God. I didn't enjoy Smitty's. Personally, I've never been. Um, you know what a dope. Uh, one-off tenderloin. I did Casey's. really like Lua's tenderloin. Oh yeah, the, that, that was very good. And mustard on it, and pickles. But you can oh pickles miss me with that. Dude, yeah, I miss love, me with pickles. Oh God. I don't love tangy stuff. That's all. That all kind of falls under the umbrella of tangy. Wait, do you not like sour candy? Sometimes. Wait, do you I like put them candy? in the right mood? Yeah, I like candy. Okay. All right, listeners. We don't need to get. I don't need this. my Iowa credentials. No, uh, we don't. You're question. an Iowa. I grew up on a farm. Grew up oh. on a pig farm. I ask ate us corn on the we, cob. Ask us if we did grew either up of on you a grew farm. up on a farm. My parents did. Did you? <laughs> I grew up a block away from something that was called Water Hill. I slaughtered I uh, chickens. Did you eat pig in the summer? You stay away right. from my chickens. I'm not going to kill your chickens, just the Did ones you know that are grown to be killed. There's more farms and more production, not Iowa. <laughs> Sounds like you're from California, bud. <laughs> is there really? Yeah. I would kiss a chicken. I mean, look how big California is. No, we well, didn't. Ha- we me- weren't a chicken farm. We were picking a uh, pig farm that had pig occasional farm. chickens Wait, for so pig ourselves. Flu. Swine flu. Yes. And if I go to Jack's place, I'll get <laughs> if you bird flu. flu. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of flu are we getting from you, Jack? From James? What's that? What kind of flu are we getting from you? I have cats. I don't know. Feline flu? Is that a oh, thing? Oh, dude, you get that like oh, cat no. scratch. FIV. Like, cat, yeah. cat scratch fever? Yeah. Or that one thing where it's, it's real. they make you, it's in their poop and then, you know, it cordyceps you into. Oh, uh, um. To loving them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I'm down for. Cats you are You guys want to spoil the last episode of The Last <laughs> Did they play a 10-year-old game? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ellie dies. It's crazy. It's terrible. It's only 40 minutes. The last episode is really short, though. Um, yeah. Honestly, 
Great show. Not a big fan of the last episode. There's a lot going on, but there was also the not a lot going on. No, and we're I need so to. We're so far off. The t- we're coming back to the tracks. <laughs> this beer okay, is delicious. Yeah, we're coming back. This beer is good. It's very good. Guys, the quad Nathan's was delicious. Guys, um, let's get into our Morloff musings. Let's hammer yes. them out real quick. Yes. <clears throat> Jack. Yes. Muse. Uh, so normally this is a positive thing. As we're talking about positive stuff, and I've been in a really negative headspace, so... Like just make like so things are finally normalizing out here. Your chickens are good. The chickens are great. The weather's getting great, which is putting me in a better mood too. Good. But the fact that we can just meet up, have some beers, have a good time, like is really putting me in high spirits. And like, listener, just so you guys know, James and I are the worst people when it comes to scheduling us to do anything. <laughs> it's true. Which Nathan has to deal with. So I'm really <laughs> appreciative of Nathan dealing with our cat-like tendencies and trying to hurt us yeah as long as you guys are cool with me like constantly sending out messages hey brewers are we doing this episode we don't you can never ask too much i'm never annoyed by it i go oh Good. crap so i'm really appreciative i just of, feel guilty yeah i feel I, but, but i mean that gets us to actually do things yeah but we're like brewers are cats but like i've been so busy that getting us refocused here has been amazing yeah. and it feels it always feels good when we record but you know it's that thing that we're doing yeah so. There's my mostly positive musing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me. Did you say awesome like a cat? I don't know. Maybe. It's, meow. Uh, I do meow. have a really cute photo of my cat from yesterday, but that's not uh, my musing. I'll we'll show post you guys. It. We'll, we'll post po- it on we can social. Post it and I'll show it to you guys off air. With no context. <laughs> no. We're going to do more uh, pet posting. Oh my gosh. That would be great. I love my cats. Pet posting, chicken posting. Mm, chick pics. That would be great. Uh, uh, so no? mine. Only chicks. So we did actually just uh, al- <laughs> we did just allude to this, uh, but The Last of Us. Uh, I really, really loved the show. I mm-hmm. played the game when it came out on PS3, and then mm-hmm. Part Two when it came out on PS4. One of my one of my favorite games. I really like Naughty Dogs, that studio, their games. Um, and when the show, the week before the show released. Jamie, my wife, was looking forward to watching it. She, like, she saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it looks really good. And she's like, so should I play the game before the show comes out? And I was like, yes, you should. And my my wife is not a gamer. She will, we will play Lego Harry Potter together. And she plays The Sims and Animal Crossing. And that's kind of the extent of her, sure. her gaming. She's like casual. She's super, super casual. Mm-hmm. I got her to mm-hmm. play one I call them cozy. Yeah. Stop using the word casual because yeah. it feels like a yeah. little bit derivative. Like, uh, a, a yeah. Gatekeepy kind yeah, of. I, I completely agree. Oh, I can she, see that. She's played one first person game and it was What Remains of Edith Finch. That's oh, a great game. Which is mm. such a good narrative based story. It's a, it's a story game. It's, it's, it, the, the, the term walking simulator has been reclaimed, but it was derived, you know, derived as a, derided as a walking simulator. But the, that style of game is, Super yeah. popular among indie studios, and she, I played that in the span of like two hours, and I was like, "This was such an incredible experience." I convinced her to play it. It took her a while to get get used to first person controls, sure. but she really enjoyed playing that. Um, and then we've also played Until Dawn and the Quarry together, which are some uh, kind of easier to play horror games that she really liked. So. When she was like, should I play The Last of Us? I was like, heck yeah. So I got it. Uh, I re-downloaded the game. 
I set it. Have a PS4 or PS5? I have a PS4. I'm not. I don't have the money for a PS5. Money or the existence of one in a store? Most mostly money set aside for a PS5. That's why we have credit cards. Because, <laughs> well, so my current uh, philosophy is <laughs> if they're still making games that I want to yeah. play on PS4. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm going to buy know, them on PS4. I'm, I'm, getting you, I'm getting you all mixed up, yeah. So but, Jamie played so The she Last played, of Us? Yeah, she played The Last of Us. Uh, I, set, I set the difficulty to easy and handed her the controller. She was playing. She was really enjoying it. And then the moment there was any combat, she was like, nope, and threw the controller at me. Oh, that's and hilarious. And so the way we played through The Last of Us together was her playing the exploration and story and me playing Mm. the combat and stealth. And it was just a really fun way to play through the game together. And we were basically playing the game in succession with the show coming out. So we would play... Play play the game first and then watch the show? Play the game first, then watch the episode. Oh, how'd you guess where the... Just got lucky. Honestly, just got really like there was a well, point. Well, some where of we that were, stuff is like like Bill is yeah. just like hinted at, right? He's just like a minor character, but in the show, it's well, he's way a more voice you hear on the radio, and you don't really actually meet him, right? You, no, you meet Bill in the oh, game. That's, that's His true. story is actually really tragic in the game, and they do a really cool job. Yeah, definitely not it. tragic in the show for sure. No, well, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> well, no, I'm kidding. Know, I'm kidding. Fun. I'm kidding. <laughs> I thought it was a beautiful adaptation, so we kind of got lucky, right? Very I knew we got. In the gameplay, far enough ahead, we were almost always, you know, two or three episodes ahead. And then as we got further into the game, I could kind of, in the show, I could start predicting what the next episode is going to yeah, be based sure. upon the set pieces in the game. So nice. we played through The Last of Us, had an awesome time, loved the show, and then Sony had a sale, and The Last of Us Part Two was $6. Whoa. Oh, wow. I, I played it borrowing it from a friend. And so I was yeah. like, hey, babe, Last of Us Part 2 is on sale for $6. I don't own it. She's like, yeah, get it. I hope she's ready to continue <laughs> to be miserable. Well, so we st- we started Part 2, and we haven't gotten to any... Uh, spoilerific moments? Yeah, any spoilerific moments yet. So we will see. But I I mean, it is a dark, heavy game that I, I loved. I thought it was an awesome, uh, awesome gaming experience. And so I'm looking forward to having that experience with her. Heck yeah, that's pretty that's cool. Awesome. I actually, uh, I didn't. So when I played it originally, it was the remastered version in the PS4 forever. Oh ago. yeah, and uh, my wife didn't play any of it because she doesn't play video games really at all. But she watched the entire thing, yeah, and she really enjoyed. Yeah, Jamie and Jamie didn't watch The she Last re- of Us with me. She also doesn't like hyper violence though. Yeah, so that that was tough for Jamie. And I'm I'm, I think maybe after in the two, game, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe after part two, I was a little more sensitive to the violence in part one. <laughs> um, but hmm, Jamie, Jamie watched a good stretch of part two, and she was like enthralled by what was happening. I think the biggest issue for uh, my wife was that in the game, you're actively doing the violence yes. versus, you know, the oh. cut scenes in her show. She can oh, watch sure. a ton of yeah. gory movies and stuff, but like in the game, you're activating the violence you yeah you are doing the violence and they do i mean they they do their tricks as a studio to make it all feel real and visceral and have the listener listener player sit with it shout out to the drug drug yeah all right right. so that's me shout out to droops (laughs) i love dude cherries are great (laughs) i do like cherries 
Um, shout out maraschino cherries. Um, mine is uh, my Morloff musing. My appreciation for this week is uh, AirPod Pros. I absolutely... So I have... I bought a pair of AirPods a, lo- a while ago after Grace got some. Just regular AirPods are good. They're just regular Bluetooth headphones. They're nice. We we switched to Air uh, iPhones recently. No, actually, I should say it was like a, a year and a half ago. <laughs> sure, yeah. Anyways, within that time, I got AirPods. They're good. They're fine. They're fine. So what's it's the um, pro above? The pro, mm-hmm. bro. AirPod Pros. Like I got a, I got a set of AirPod I'm a, Pros. I'm an Apple. I'm not an Apple boy, so you're gonna have to. So I got a pair of AirPod Pros. Some people over here in January, and they're well, one way more robust in their. Um, my, my, those are my Pixel cup. Pods or whatever the fuck. Pixel <laughs> Pods Pro, my dude. Okay, I'm gonna say the the most favorite <laughs> phone I ever had was my Pixel. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, but what's so sorry? But the AirPod <laughs> Pro. Dude, they have like noise cancellation, which works absolutely beautifully. I use them on a flight, two flights actually. I could not hear those babies screaming. <laughs> Even though there weren't any on the plane. No, there were. Oh. There were so many babies. There was like one or two. But they were screaming and they sound so good. Also, the battery life is incredible. Like and at work when like everybody's just doing their thing. You just got them in. You're focusing in on your favorite podcast, whatever yeah. it may be at that time. The four left hour. <sighs> I mean, the dollop right now. <laughs> but yeah. So do the Apple uh, AirPod Pros uh-huh. have the... Uh, the one thing I wish might... I don't have the fancy Pixel you ones. You have the Pixel Buds A-Series, right? No, I don't. I don't even have that because I haven't spent the money What's on it. What's your question? What do you have? I have... Skull candy. Whose Pixel just, Buds are out there? Those are Lucas's. Oh, okay. Lucas, uh, Lucas those are really nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, but do they have, so I don't believe that the Pixel ones have this, but do they have the location ones where if you lose an earbud, you can go geolocate it? Yeah. That's yeah, dope. Pixel has it in its own way. So it'll like. I mean, Apple's not, it's <clears throat> still not very reliable. Because no. if you like, if you like, let's, so last time you open them, let's say it's at work. Yeah. You put them in your pants it's friday and you go out and bar hop or whatever if you never open those yep. oh, it'll it still say the last time you've had them oh, yep, yep. was at work and yeah it so could have been in fucking toad's pod shouldn't it track the pod though <laughs> if it has battery no i guess it wait are oh, you it saying have if, to be are you connected if, to your phone are you saying if like an earbud fell out mm-hmm. well then i guess it would have been open so it, yes it, it's if, probably gonna be an, more accurate if but. an earbud falls out and it's in range it can find it sure but when any bluetooth headphone is in its case when the when the thing is closed, let me see those. When the case is closed, it kills the Bluetooth. Otherwise, you're just gonna be draining battery constantly. That's fair. And so when it's open like that, it's connected to my phone right now. Oh, this doesn't even have a stem. No, no stem. No, I hate the stem. <laughs> I think the stem is ugly. I think the AirPod Pro is is more because it has like essentially a button on it. Yeah, it has like, like long press will change. Yep. Like, yeah, this, I'm sure they says that. Yeah, too. So this sure. is all touch 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 pad on the. Listener, I have the Google Pixel Buds Pro. I'm a Pixel boy. I spent $50 on a pair of Bluetooth headphones three years ago, and I'm still using them today. Hey, that's dude, good. Hell yeah. That's great. Wait, great. did you get a new phone? Yeah, dude. Yeah. What do you have now? 
Jeez, I got a fucking Pixel 7 Pro, dog. Pixel 7 Pro. I want to cry because, like, and the dude, camera's literally... so good. You guys exactly. See I was it gonna when we say, like, stuff. 7 Pro. Woo! Okay, so I had before I got my iPhone, That's what's up. I had a Pixel 4a. The yeah. next, a bunch the next of model, iPhone right? upgrade is supposed to do a better job for their cam- so the previous generation. This is an 11. Yeah, so they didn't do the upgrade on the camera last yeah. go around. So this next go. I believe they're redoing their camera. Wait, you know what? This no, it it doesn't. I don't care what the camera is. Oh, it's the software. The software because the software in the Pixel Mm -hmm. is like way more robust and more. Um, oh god, I can't even. I whatever. It's more robust and it can actually be more authentic when it comes to like the bokeh production and like Mm -hmm. actually looking like it came out of a. Nathan knows what I'm talking about. When it actually came out of like a legitimate camera that like with a physical fucking lens or like yeah, an SLR or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's exactly like the iPhone just looks like it's software processing it and it looks like fucking stupid shit. But with my like 4A, rest in peace, I love you. <laughs> I love that phone because it was also like $300. Oh, yeah. So cheap. But like the camera was impeccable. Mm-hmm. And when it was like processing things, when I was like, I want just like this, the focus, like this, this uh, can that I'm just messing with right now, it would know immediately and it would do that. And it would look like it actually came out of a camera. The iPhone just looks like fucking bullshit <laughs> where it's like, oh, half that. I'm just going to delete it because I can't <laughs> quite see it. I hate you, iPhone. And I spent fucking twice as much on that shit. But the ecosystem is what it's about for yes. Apple. Yeah. The, the ecosystem is nice. I will give it that. But you're talking like to a guy very... who's got a Surface laptop, like, or you got a Microsoft laptop or whatever. Like, I do, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, since changing my jobs, I really don't use my laptop as yeah. much. But. Oh, you're telling me you're not making all the recipes <laughs> over there? No, I mean, well, hopefully one day. You're probably too busy to be on your laptop. But, like, <laughs> I did tell Grace, I was like, next time I might, because you can use I AirPods with a fucking mm-hmm. Google yeah, phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely. Like, the things you're not going to get is, like, readouts and, like, saying, like. How often were you using those? Oh, I shut them off immediately. Yeah. Like, because every time it would be like, hey, listener. Just so you know, I have a fucking shitload of group. <laughs> I have a, I have a bunch of group texts. I have a bunch of group <laughs> messages on Facebook Messenger. Like, I'm a huge one. I like to be on my phone. Yeah, I'm I'm completely truthful about that now. I love to be on my phone, and I make group messages about anything. Like, I love that. <laughs> I'm in so three I was getting or four different group conversations with with me. Between Facebook and text, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, think about how my life is, Jack. Like, there's so many of them. It's like, and I love that. But overall, what my muse is, I love the AirPod Pros. Yeah. They're so great. Like, yeah. I love I've heard the, they're great. the noise cancellation. It's really nice, just straight up sound quality. They're so easy to carry around. I got a fun case for it. The case I have is Vaseline. It's just a Vaseline case. <laughs> it's hilarious. Amazing. I love it. Um, and it's really kind of keeping me when I get like a little down on myself. I'm just in a mood. I'll put my earbuds in, and I'll just jam for a bit. Yeah, that's what I do at work almost every day. And because there's only me... two of us here, so we don't really have to talk. <laughs> exactly. Same at Lewis. Like it just keeps me correct. So, I really appreciate that. 
And right now, what I really appreciate even more is Ira Brewers Guild, which is the sponsor, the main sponsor for the Vorloff Hour. And this, as you've been listening to, is the Morloff Hour. An episode, a show. A show. Within, yeah, it's a show a within a show. Yeah. Of the Morloff Hour. It's a hour. podcast the within Morloff a podcast. Hour. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. And I'm going to shout out something even bigger, something even closer, something so close. It's creeping up in your sleep, in your most intimate moments. It's coming. It's there. It's creeping up. You can feel it on your leg. I don't know which way he's going yet. Your back, right on your head. I thought you were going to go with your... You're about to sleep, and you could feel something prickle behind your ear. You know what that is? Ooh. The Ira Craft Beer, Beer Fest. ICBF. Tickets are available now. You should go get them. Absolutely go get these IO Craft Beer Festival tickets. You're going to see Jack there. You're going to see me, James, there. You're going to see Nathan there. Because guess what? We're doing an episode there. Woo! Woo! And you know what's going to be happening? Shenanigans. So get your tickets. It's freaking awesome. It is such a great time every time. I honestly can't tell you, listener, right now. If there are still VIP tickets, if there, there are, are not, I believe VIP sold out. But if oh, they are we sold can, out, I believe VIP sold out. But if not, go check it out. If they're not, go check it out. But get those GA tickets, dude. There's still going to be amazing things going around. And oftentimes, people still have some of the VIP beers left. And if you talk nicely to people and you actually care, you can get some of those VIP beers. Give them a kiss. Just an air kiss. Yes, air kiss, please. You can't do a physical kiss unless you ask for consent. It's at Waterworks Park in downtown, well, near downtown Des Moines, right across from Gray's Lake. It's a great time, great people, great everything. It's going to be so fun. And also, this Friday, they're brewing at single speed, Unify, for the third year. Third year, yep. This is a delicious hazy IPA that completely benefits the guild. Yep, all proceeds... Outside of ingredients and stuff, once all that's taken care of, everything goes back to the guild. Started during the pandemic to give us Mm -hmm. a little bit of lift, but it's grown so much bigger since then. They have socks now, too, which are freaking dope. Well, it's been so popular. like people Every single year. Last year was brewed at Big Grove, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Back pocket was the first first year. Yeah. And like, so we've been kind of just like jumping to other breweries, which is awesome. Because the ingredients do change every year. Yep. And then we also get to have just a little bit of twist on everybody that brews it every other year. And it has been so like popular and successful. They're such killer beers, too. So definitely come on out. Well, is it open to the public? I'm not sure. Anyways, the, the, the brew day is not, but when it hits shelves, please, please buy it. Yeah. So probably in April? Definitely. So April is coming out. Make sure you get your tickets for the iCraft Beer Festival as well. Guys, it's been just a great time. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. Oh, we're just so excited. The summer's going to be insane. We're doing more stuff here. We got some insane interviews coming up. We're so excited about we it. We got Peace Tree. We alluded to that earlier. We do have Peace Tree. I guess we can say that. We got Hazelig coming up after that. Damn, Jack is just letting all the secrets out. <laughs> 
Let's just give something to, be, to look forward to. Oh, for sure. Let the people know what they want. And we have some other fun stuff coming up as well. Yeah. I mean, these Morlofs. Morlof mukbang. Fun. The mukbang. We're all going to do. Morlof mukbang. We're going to eat double downs. <laughs> Off mic and then review them. And drink fine pilsners. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, look forward to that. If you're a part of our Patreon. <laughs> Um, you can fund that. <laughs> or leave us comments at... <laughs> oh, absolutely. Actually, we didn't get to it. We were going to read you guys some listener reviews. So if we, you want your review read on, on air, yeah, send leave it, us one. Yeah, send leave it to us. Leave it to us. Leave it. Leave it to us. Yep. Leave it to us on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts. Um, or, Spotify, or anywhere else that podcasts are available. You can also message us at thevorloffhour at gmail.com or thevorloffhour at iowabeer.com. Or message us on Instagram because... You should definitely message us on Instagram because that's probably our most used social media. Yep. And it's we the one some, I monitor most. It's the one we get good questions on. <laughs> yeah. True. And also, if you want to show us your favorite mukbang, if you want to show us your personal mukbang, send it to us. Let's see you eat a sandwich. <laughs> And we'll show you how we eat it better. That's fair. That's fair. Thanks. Everybody. I want to see. I want to see someone send us them crushing uh, a McChicken, and then one of us are going to crush it even better. I could crush a McChicken better than whoever comments. If you can eat a McChicken in four bites, let's see it. I dare I, you. I could eat a McChicken in two. Do you want to wow. face Jack? Because Jack will destroy you. So let's see it. Let's see someone, if you can eat it in less than two, what do you mean? Is that like, do they just shove it all in their mouth? That's what I, that's what I was going to do. Half of it at once and half of it in the second one. If you think you can eat a McChicken better than Jack, which you can. But let's see it. I'll see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. We want to see it, and then Jack is going to crush you. Guys, thank you so much for listening for to our rambles and to our musings. Into our every segment. We love you. This has been James from Lua. This has been Jonathan Wilson from Flix. This has been Nathan Heemstra from just drinking beer and hanging out. Bye. This has been a production of the Vorloff Hour, the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media, LLC, for our sponsor segments and outro music. Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.